Welcome back to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss topics submitted by you about how we find Christ in all things related to His church in your life. I'm your host, Taylor Easley, and I am always joined by Pastor Chad Hunsberger. That's me. How are you doing? All is well. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 I don't know yep. how to respond anymore. I think I'm out of responses to your all is well. I don't think you have to come up with new ways expired. to respond. It's expired. It's so great. I'm glad all is well. It's good. So I'm so excellent. glad all is well. Yep. See, look at that. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to say the same thing every single week. Okay. Okay. Right. Like that might bother you. It just doesn't bother me. It's like I, every day of high school, I ate the same lunch. So you answering the same way won't that bother me. It's so sad to me uh, and considering I, how many foods there are. I appreciate your desire to be sad for my lunch, <laughs> you know, from 25 I don't years ago. desire to be sad. 25 years ago. But my turkey sandwich was good then and... You know what? My brother did that too. Anyway, Mm. today is kind of a heavy topic for this second episode back. But, um, you know, it turns out that uh, members of Colonial Heights have really deep questions. (laughs) So here we are. (laughs) So this one's kind of a, it's the question and then it's kind of like a few thoughts and then like, you know, Uh, another general question. So I'm just going to read what was sent to us so that you can have the whole thought. Okay. Why don't we talk more about spiritual warfare? We, Baptists in general, don't seem to talk about, teach about, or even want to learn about preparing for an enemy attack. We talk about putting on the whole armor of God, but not so much what to do with that armor or what an attack from the enemy looks like. I suppose I want to know why this topic seems to be almost taboo. Okay, so one of the things I would say to maybe bring a little bit of clarification to this person Mm -hmm. is Baptists aren't the only ones that don't do a lot about it. Sure. Okay, so uh, like Presbyterians aren't going to talk a lot about it. A lot of non-denominational churches aren't going to spend a lot of time on it. it's not that it's not taboo in the sense that oh like that's a um like inappropriate <laughs> right. uh conversation i think one of the reasons that it is less talked about is is and this this is actually like makes it seem like well then we should actually talk about it more mm-hmm. but because um like the world uh, with things, with movies like Exorcism, Exorcist, whatever that that kind of spiritual thing, where everything just seems like is it is it a ghost? Is it um, like all of all of that kind of movie genre horror things that are connected to the world that is uh, spiritual demonic things? Right, I feel like okay, um, we, we we don't want to talk about it in lead everybody to think that that's what spiritual warfare is all about, right? Um, and, and, and so there's, there's a little bit of hesitancy there. There's also arguably uh, not a lot of Scripture that explicitly teaches like the bullet points of 
spiritual warfare. This uh, question asker uh, pointed out, you know, we talk about the armor of God because it's connected to spiritual warfare, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Even Ephesians 6 uh, says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the ruler and principalities of this dark world, right? Mm-hmm. There's this, there's an understanding that there is, that is there. Jesus casts out demons. So there is the work of spiritual warfare that's taking place there. So it's not like it's not talked about in Scripture, but it just doesn't give us, here are, you know, uh, some texts tell us, Okay, here's how you pray. So let's talk about prayer. Uh, so there isn't a text that says, here's how spiritual warfare works. So <laughs> let's preach through that text. Right. So there's a little bit of hesitancy there. Um, I, I also think that there are two d- ditches that are that people fall in when it comes to spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. And it is one that it's like exclusively talked about, right? That it's it's the the everything, uh, everything, the devil made me do it every two, right. um, um, every, everything comes back to the, the spiritual warfare, um, that is happening mm-hmm. to the other side. Uh, I don't want to talk about it at all. Maybe I'm too nervous about it. Maybe I'm actually scared of it. Uh, I don't know enough. There's not enough there, whatever. So we're supposed to land somewhere in the middle of that, I believe. Um, I would also argue that, um, so the, it is spiritual warfare. So the, I want to describe that as, um, the, the war that is happening, a battle that is happening between the spiritual realm in the spiritual realm. So think angels, demons, uh, think about our involvement being the work of praying, asking God to intervene on our behalf to protect and guard uh, us and others using uh, his angelic guard, as we hear those kind of terms, uh, to protect our mind and our thoughts and our heart uh, from being tempted or different things of that nature. There are other cultures where the spiritual realm is very prevalent, commonly talked about. Uh, so it is more it is more regularly a, p- a part of teaching and preaching because it is also a part of their like secular culture mm-hmm. in a whole different way. Witch doctors and um, animism, uh, kind of speaking to ancestors, the the ghost of past, and, and those kind of things are are more common in southern world and in eastern world uh, than we are here in the west so because of their prevalence they're more predominantly preached uh, about and taught about in in that sense mm-hmm. so i think some of the absence is because when we look at our culture as a pastor i i see a more um like there's a there's a sense that there's a burden to preach against gluttony and greed uh, and um, uh, 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 like preach against uh, pornography, right? Mm-hmm. 
than maybe in other parts of the world where that is where the the spiritual realm is the things that are more enticing uh, to to people that I, I'm I'm with. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, yeah. So so there's a little bit of us that it's not just a Baptist thing. There's a part of it that is where we live, like in the culture we are in, mm-hmm. not just that Baptists don't talk about it. Um, but but I would say um, that. that the the role we play in spiritual warfare because I, I agree with um, with John Piper who says life is war mm-hmm. right that the role we are charged to play is um, is the work that, that that of prayer so when you look at the um, the armor of God right you're you're to put these different pieces on put on the whole armor of God and you're, you're putting on the helmet of salvation uh, this this is your belief in Jesus that he died and rose again that he, that you repenting of your sin you're, you're putting that on a confidence in him you're putting on the breastplate of righteousness that's not yours that's the righteousness of Christ that you're being clothed with you are putting on the belt of truth that you're going to cling to what is right and true. You're going to put on the uh, shoes fitted for the gospel of peace. You're going to pick up the sword of the spirit and the shield of faith, right? The the sword being the word of God, and you're going to have a, a faith in Christ. And even that faith is what extinguishes the arrows, right? So the temptations that come your way are are put out. The, they're fiery put out, if that makes sense, extinguished by you believing in Christ first, but the end of that, verse 18, says, and pray. Mm-hmm. So like our all of that armor gets put on, so to speak. But the action that we do with the armor is pray. So um, our uh, the, the way in which we participate in a healthy way in spiritual warfare is to call out to the Lord and specifically it's, I believe, to pray Scripture. It's to read the truth of Scripture. It's like, um, again, we, we talked about this in a recent podcast, but it's reading the Psalms. There's some of those that even read that way. I, I oftentimes go to Ephesians 6, uh, Psalm 91. Um, uh, I, I think about um, the, the, the texts that remind us of God's command and God's uh, rule and reign. And so uh, when we are having fear, it's go to Joshua 1. No, be strong and courageous. Yeah. It's it's reading those passages, sometimes even out loud. Uh, and the guard your heart and mind. Uh, absolutely, yeah. kind of way. And so go to Psalm 119 and, and remind yourself, okay, I'm hiding God's word in my heart uh, because that I might not sin against you. And mm-hmm. so it's it's those kinds of things that we are uh, praying and reading out loud. Uh, and I say out loud, not because that's the only way that the demons will hear you. And so, mm-hmm. um, no, but, but because there is something for us in the, the need, uh, to, to even put it Here. into our ears, yeah. not just in our mind. Um, and so there is a, a health to that, um, that I would say that's our, our primary role. Um, I, I would say spiritual warfare is a real thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not one that would fall into the camp that I, that's not real. I would say it is, and I would say it is common. It's it's happening all the time, uh, but 
It could be to different degrees, certainly. I think what most people find the most, like they're most really curious about is what we would talk about more like on the, the manifestation of spiritual warfare, meaning mm-hmm. how is it that, that people have either uh, seemed to have seen, uh, like that the Lord has uh, pulled back a veil mm-hmm. uh, to be able to see um, angels or demons or uh, to be able to uh, sense the presence of, of a spiritual battle in some manner. And um, I, I would not argue against that. Uh, certainly we see in Scripture that the Lord pulls back the veil. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and and in on both sides, meaning sometimes he pulls back the veil to those that are lost, and sometimes he pulls back the veil to those that are saved um, to be able to see uh, the, the battle in that way. So I wouldn't by any means say that it, that couldn't happen again. Scripture mm-hmm. doesn't give us any indication that that would not be uh, permissible or that the Lord wouldn't uh, do that now. Um, but I, I think um, what I would caution is like longing for that. Right. Like a right. one, I want to be one who gets to see an angel. I really wonder what is like, well, I mean, I, I understand why, sure. but um, the the pursuit of that, what I would encourage on the other end is instead, no, pursue the spiritual battle uh, by pursuing the Lord who wins. And recognize the victories that That's he right. gives you in resisting That's temptation. Right. That's right. I liked what you said earlier about uh, falling into the ditches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and a lot of times you do see certain generally more charismatic right. denominations mm-hmm. um, talk about spiritual warfare. Yeah. And I think when you were saying that it, it is the only thing, mm-hmm. um, a lot of times I think that mindset, that way of thinking negates your physical responsibility right. to uh, to say the things you know are true yeah. in your mind and what you said, say them out loud and, and read scripture. I yeah. think there's definitely like a physical thing that we humans, right. you know, a part that we play. Yeah, in yeah. And I do, I think, one, one of the things that maybe I, I would hope that a, a, a podcast question like this would lead to is actually people believing that they should be participating in the battle, mm-hmm. right? I think sometimes if to that, in, in our fear of becoming too charismatic, mm-hmm. right, uh, we, we go to that other ditch. Right. And I think that might even be why this person's asking that question. So what I would say is, now let's get out of that ditch too. Yeah. And in our circles, our likelihood is to to have pushed so far against the. Oh well, right. we don't focus on it. Well, we don't focus on it at all. We don't consider it in any right. way. And so what I would say is, no, let's um, let's remember like just man, just um, this just. In the last couple of weeks, I was in a meeting with our elders, and there was a there's a challenging situation, and um, I I said, guys, we've got to remember. I, I read Ephesians six mm-hmm. to us as a uh, pastors, said so we've got to remember that our, our where our wrestle is. So let like right now, let's go to battle. And yeah. it was it was awesome to hear these men of God like on their knees asking for God to do what only God can do. We Right. Because we aren't we aren't fighting a person, mm-hmm. right? We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're 
what is happening here is the enemy uh, trying to attack something that is good. Right. And we know it's good because it's according to God's plan, this certain situation. And so we were able to say, okay, we're asking God to do what only he can do. That's our role, mm-hmm. right? Because when we do take things into our own hands, like we want to go fight. We want to find a person to fight, sure. right? <laughs> sure. And and we want to yell at them and be mad at them and we want to punch them. Like, right. But if we can recognize that that's not where this battle is, mm-hmm. even if there's a person that we think it's with, mm-hmm. like, oh no, it's them. I know who it is. <laughs> and it's like, but if we can hone in and say, no, 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 no. This is actually a spiritual battle because what we're what we're frustrated with, disappointed in, hurt by, is what's happening spiritually. And so let's hone in on uh, our role in that, and let's get on our knees and and participate. But right. our participation is calling out to the one who can actually win. do something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a you know, power struggles, man. Yeah, like control, yeah, yeah. Yep. seeing what you can control, and a lot of like I have been drilling this into my kids said the mm. only one that you can control is you mm-hmm. and with that you know if you are a believer you have the holy spirit yeah. therefore you have you, self-control you have self-control <laughs> and 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 you have the power to get on your knees yeah you know yeah. and ask for help yeah that's good so anyway good. well thank you i love that question yeah good. <laughs> it was very it was in depth and i feel like something that um you know me raised as a Little Baptist girl mm-hmm. uh, really didn't talk about right, a whole right. lot, but um, thank you. Yeah, for absolutely. That. It was very helpful. All right. Well, that wraps up our episode today. Uh, you can catch a new episode each Wednesday. And if you enjoyed this one, do us a favor and leave us a review um, anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Uh, if you will post this on social media so other people can find us, that is so helpful. If you want to submit a question for us to discuss in the new year, you can send it to info at colonialheights.org. We can't wait to hear from you, and thanks for listening.